This Hawk Talk is brought to you by the NSU Wesley Foundation. The NSU Wesley is a Methodist campus ministry dedicated to serving the community. Every week, they serve a free lunch for NSU students, faculty, and staff from 11 to 2 on Wednesdays. This is quickly followed by Club Sammy, a program geared towards feeding those with food insecurity in the community. Finals week, students can get free breakfast, lunch, and dinner from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. at 405 South Going Snake Street, Tahlequah, OK. For more information, call 918-822-1913. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hawk Talk, the Northeastern's official podcast. My name is Melanie Rice, and today I am sitting down with campus police officers Haley Goodman and Lieutenant Dwayne Goad. They are here to discuss things about campus police. Thank you both for taking the time to sit with me. So how long have you guys been working as officers at NSU? Uh, I've been with NSU since June of 2011. I've been with campus police since January of 21, but I have been a police officer with the university police since January of 2022. Did y'all have any previous experience before coming in this year? Uh, I've got 28 years of law enforcement experience. Started with Muskogee County Sheriff's Office. Started working in the county jail. Was a dispatcher. Was a deputy. Moved on from there with uh, Porter Police Department for three years. Was a supervisor there. And I went from there to the Widener County Sheriff's Office where I was a deputy and an investigator. Spent 10 years with Widener County. And then came to NSU. Right after high school in about 2018, I went into EMS and worked a little bit as an EMT. And I worked really close with police and fire and all of that. That I started dispatching on the side and I realized that law enforcement was what I wanted to do in my career. I've worked as a jailer and a dispatcher and now I'm a police officer. So what is your favorite part about being an NSU officer? Students uh, like getting to know the students, learning their background. We have international students. We have students from all around. It's it's fun to learn learn the background, learn their history. Like you said, it's about the students, the faculty, and staff members. They're really fun to get to know. We come from a different background. Everybody has a different story in life. It's really rewarding to see some person that was struggling a couple months ago and see them thrive in school and be able to wake up every day and take that step towards the next part of their life. So what are some ways Campos is working to make our campus safer? Well, every year we have a, uh, a walkthrough campus where we, we get students, uh, faculty, staff uh, together to walk through campus, see what's, what's wrong, see if the lights are not working, what lights are not working, you, you know, cracks in sidewalks that are fall issues, uh, just any, any, any kind of facilities-related issue. And we figure out what's not right, what's not working, what needs to be fixed, what needs to be done, and we get we get uh, f- facilities involved with that to to get that taken care of. Well, we also have parking there. We have President Turner there. All the facility workers, all the people that are in charge of say parking or just your safety in general. There's your time to talk to them and try and figure out why is stuff not happening like you want it to. So do y'all write the tickets around campus or is that all just parking? Parking does a good share of the tickets. Uh, we, we also write, write parking tickets as well. Um, but yeah, we, we, share the, we share the duties with parking services. 
I know definitely, I mean, that's not our job. Our job is to make sure the campus is safe. But there will be some times that I personally write parking tickets. A big pet peeve is people parking in handicapped spots. I don't see why you would need to do that. If you're a reoffender, I will write a municipal ticket and you can go to the court and answer to the judge of why you parked in the handicapped spot. My mother is a special needs teacher. And she takes kids to field trips sometimes. And sometimes she can't get the bus accessible for her to take the kids because somebody's parking in a handicapped spot when they're not supposed to. So y'all provide a class called RAD. Could you tell me more about that? So RAD is a rape aggression defense. It's a personal defense class. Right now, it's only for women on campus because we don't have anybody certified to teach a men's class. But no matter, like, your physical condition, ability, age, experience, or strength, we'll be able to teach you techniques to try to keep you safe. Another thing is it RAD is an international program. So once you finish your class, you can go to any RAD class in the United States or Canada for free. Another really good thing is if you go into RAD that's host here, you can also receive one hour of PE credit. And RAD is it's not it's 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 in the name it's rape regression defense but I mean it's skills that you could you could use and not necessarily you know against rape I mean you could be somebody walking down the sidewalk decide they want to take your wallet I mean it'd be a good skill to have to defend yourself on that and you know if you guys want to attend a class you got to have a minimum of five people just contact Chief Bell or University Police. And we can get something sorted out. It doesn't just have to be students. It can be women of the community as well. If you have any questions, just let us know. So what if a student was in a situation and can't call the police? What can they do? We have, we have several different options. Um, we, have, uh, we have an app called OmniGo. And through this app, you can interact with our dispatcher. You can, you can interact through text instead of calling. You can interact through text or you can contact the dispatcher. And they can follow you on your phone. You can allow them access for that that moment in time to follow you. If you're walking from class to your car and you you don't feel safe, or you're just a little concerned or whatever, you can you can contact our dispatcher and they can follow you through the GPS system on your phone to your car. Make sure you get there. Now, if something comes up, then they can dispatch us to where you're at. Um, So so I'm gonna go. The uh, the app is a really good tool to have. We also offer the uh, Operation ID. Um, if you have items that may not necessarily have a serial number or you know a unique number, then you can bring these items and we can engrave a unique number uh, into this, whatever it is, into whatever property you have, and we can engrave a number on it. That way it's more identifiable if it's stolen. We can say for sure that this is, you know, this is absolutely this person's property because this is the ID number that we engraved into it. We also offer safety escorts for for students. Uh, once again, if you know, I talked about the uh, the OmniGo app that will allow dispatcher to follow you uh, through the GPS on your phone, we'll we'll also come pick you up if you're at if you're at uh, Cobb Hall and you go to the library and you're not comfortable with that, we'll pick you up and take you uh, from from Cobb to the library. You need a ride to Neo Health? We'll give you a ride to Neo Health. Just give us a call and we'll, we'll come and help. Uh, we also will do motorist assist. If if you lock your keys in your car, 
call us. We'll come and help you out or jumpstart. Uh, we're not going to change out the transmission in your car for you, but but we'll we'll unlock your door. We'll we'll uh, we'll give you a jumpstart. So, how would a student come about reporting a problem or incident on campus to y'all? You can call us four 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 two four six eight. Uh, you come by the office. It's in the lower level of the administration building. Or if you see one of us out, just stop us. Say, hey, I've got this problem. Um, what what can we do? Another thing students might not know is that you can go to the NSU website, scroll down all the way to the bottom, and you can report a concern anonymously or with your name. It will go to the channel of people that you need to talk to, either student affairs or campus police or anybody that's able to help you in your problem. Once once that concern has been received, then it'll, it'll be investigated. Uh, by the appropriate people that need to investigate whatever the concern is. Are there any employment or intern opportunities offered through the police department? So we we, we do have um, reserve program through uh, reserve officer program. And if you're CLEAT certified, then we can put you on as a part-time employee. Um, we have student workers that, that are dispatchers. We have student workers that, that uh, we have one that's an aide for the, for the chief. Um, and if you, if you're just needing some volunteer hours for, for, uh, scholarships or, uh, grants or whatever the case may be, if you can get a hold of Chief Bell, then he could probably help you out with that as well. So speaking of CLE, I read somewhere that y'all offer a reserve academy. So what is that and what can that do to benefit students that may be interested in beginning their law enforcement careers? Yeah, we do, we do offer a CLEAT Academy. CLEAT is the accrediting body for law enforcement in the state of Oklahoma. It stands for Council on Law Enforcement Education and Training. And we do a Reserve Academy here. I believe it's 240 hours. And we're having one that will start in January. Um, and if, if you are a student, if you're especially a criminal justice student and you, you get into this academy, you, you'll come out of this academy with a reserve certification through the state of Oklahoma. By doing that, it, it makes you more employable. Uh, you know, departments are, are looking for an easy way to get people to work, especially now. It's hard to find officers anymore. So you, you reserve certified, then all you have to do is go through a bridge academy to become a full-time certified officer, uh, which takes off about three months from your full-time academy. And once you are certified, we can use you here uh, as a reserve officer who put you to work and put you to work part-time. Uh, Officer Goodman went through our Reserve Academy a year or so ago, and uh, she she worked for us part-time for a little while, and now she's full-time with us and just completed the full-time Bridge Academy. So is the Reserve Academy, what's the difference between like reserve and full-time? Is it just how many hours you work, or what is that? What's the difference between the officers there? Yeah, there's the hours that you work for a um a reserve officer is only allowed to work here at NSU. They're only allowed to work 29 hours a week. And there's a, a state. 160 hours. Okay, it's 160 hours a month is the maximum that, that a part-time officer is allowed to work. Uh, outside of that, a full-time officer can work. They're, they're typically working 40 hours plus. So that's that's the big difference there. As far as training, uh, it, you know, you in the Reserve Academy, you're not getting, you're getting classroom in the driver training or in a full-time academy. You're going to be out in a car doing, driving a car around the track, uh, stuff like that. Just because you're a reserve officer 
and you're not a full-time officer, you have the same police power as a full-time officer. The badge is the same. You're the only one that knows that you're reserve certified. So how is your experience going through the reserve Academy first as, and then going to bridge as for compared to an officer that went through the full time? So I'm also a student here at NSU. I'm majoring in criminal justice. The really good thing is about the Reserve Academy is we host it here on the NSU campus. So you don't really have to commute whatsoever. Just because you have a full-time job, it does not stop you from getting your CLEAT certificate. How is your experience balancing school in the Bridge Academy? So with the Bridge Academy, I was not gone for 16, 17 weeks. I was only gone for about a month down there in Ada, Oklahoma. So down there, I only had to do the skills portion. So I had to do firearms. I had to do defensive tactics. I did driving and I did SFST training as well. Everything else was online. So I got to be home during the online portion at the comfort of my own home. Do you have to be a criminal justice major to enroll in the CLEAT class? No, you do not. You can be any major you want. Uh, just because you're a, an education major doesn't mean you cannot enroll in our Reserve Academy. Now, it'll benefit you because they are given, was it 20? 27 hours full-time credit if you finish the full-time CLEAT Academy. It's 14 for the Reserve Academy. Another really good thing is once you become part-time certified, which is reserve, you can also work in security. Uh, you can also work at any other department that you want. So you work at the sheriff's office. You can work for city. You don't just have to work for campus police, but it would be really nice for you guys to work for us. So are there any requirements going into CLEAT? You have to be 21. Uh, you, no, no history of domestic violence, no criminal history. You do have to take and pass a MMPI test, which is a, a mental health questionnaire to determine suitability for law enforcement. And you do have to be sponsored by a law enforcement agency. Where can people find information on campus police and the events that you are putting on? We do have a Facebook at Northeastern State University Police Department. We do have an Instagram and Twitter. You can follow us on our handle, NSUOK underscore police. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can go ahead and call us at 918-444-2468 or like Chief Bell says, 2468. Who do we appreciate? Campo, Campo. Well, Haley, Dwayne, it was great talking with you. Thank you for coming in. For more information about Campo, email university underscore police at NSUOK.edu. Thank you for listening to the Hot Talk podcast. You can find us at nsunews.com, Spotify, or follow us on our social media pages at TNE News on Instagram and Twitter, and the Northeastern on Facebook for the latest NSU news. The NSU Playhouse invites you to a night of laughter and fun with five women wearing the same dress. 
The show, written by Alan Ball and directed by NSU's own Dr. Robin Pursley, revolves around five bridesmaids avoiding the bride who they all secretly dislike. Starring both current students and alum, the show will take place at 7.30 p.m. on April 10th through the 13th at the NSU Playhouse located in downtown Tahlequah. The show will also be the fourth Golden Llama competition presented by NSU Drama. Student organizations with the most members in attendance of the show will win the Golden Llama Trophy. Who will be the student organization with the most members in attendance? Purchase tickets for the show at nsuplayhouse.ludus.com. That's nsuplayhouse.ludus.com.